Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Tailtellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and as always, also, I took a quick look at the weather, and I mean, you guys have got glorious fishing weather if you wear sunscreen in Central Virginia for the next week to 10 days. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about it, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of good stuff that it brings, and like one of the big things that we were just talking about is with smallmouth spawn uh, the past couple of years we've had these just torrential rain events um week after week so it, it you know fingers crossed uh looks like we're probably actually going to get a decent number of fish this year um if they you know as long as there's not something in the next two weeks <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it looks pretty clear, and it's been pretty dry, so, you know, maybe we'll kind of hang on. It's been kind of a weird spring. I mean, it's just been cooler It's been cooler and windier than normal, so, you know, we've got our fingers crossed for smallmouth. Um, I think we also were talking, you started to see um, evidence that they're spawning now. Yeah, that past couple of times we've been out in a couple of bucks, we've seen, um, either seen fish on beds, or, you know, if you caught a male and then he uh, relieves some substance on you. Um, so I've kind of been leaving them to do their thing. Uh, everybody has different opinions on that, but that, that's just what I've been doing. Um, and then there's, you know, there's other fish this time of year. And kind of to the, the, one of the points that um, the we're kind of on a, like a, always on a balance, you know? And so we have had less rain, certainly than normal, or at least uh, the past couple of years. So it's great for the smallmouth, but the problem is, is, you know, if that maintains, then, um, some of our small mountain streams will start getting low, which is, uh, definitely abnormal for this early. Um, but they're still fine, you know, it, and actually they've been fishing really well. Um, but if it, uh, if we don't get rain, if now all of a sudden we have some sort of drought or something like that, um, then that'll affect us, especially as we get towards like later in summer. Um, but in terms of the actual fishing conditions, like, this week and then you know looking forward to the next week and a half um it's hatches have been really good on the you know the brook trout streams um kind of nice this time of year because you can go out and throw whatever confidence flies you have um i've talked you know plenty of times about um my my love for giant yellow bushy dry flies um and those have been working real well and um nymphs still been working uh and then in terms of like you know people come in the shop and they're like well what's hatching and it's kind of funny because on a brook trout streams you know it's not as important you know what specifically is hatching um as much as it is just bring three different profiles of flies and and just kind of cycle through them um but you know a lot of stuff right now is hatching from beetles and ants which are pretty much you know that's also going to be a staple food throughout the summer um, but then you got like yellow sallies and sulfurs and still some remnant like March browns. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot of options for the, for the brook trout. Uh, in terms of the, the smallmouth, right? Like the last time I went out for them was the first, uh, like real noticeable day that we started catching a lot of fish closer towards the banks, um, as well. And they were pretty much all chasing bait fish. So that's one of the things that, you know, if you're going out for smallmouth, especially as the, on will kind of close up um it, it's interesting because you know from everything that i've read um it seems that about like 25 ish percent of the smallmouth are actually 
spawning, um, which, you know, leads in theory 75% that aren't spawning, um, that you could still target and, and still fish for. For me, with Salmon Up, um, I don't really fish from on the beds just because we've had such hard years um, of the spawn and just try it. And typically, it's kind of one of those things, it's like the bigger the fish is, you know, they're very easy to target and to catch, um, which is what guys do with largemouth, which, you know, in my opinion, so be it with largemouth because they spawn like crazy. Um, but yeah, it's typically the bigger smallmouth that are going to be the ones that have successful nests. So I just kind of stray away from those areas. Um, and they've definitely been uh, over wood, over different types of structure, and then, like I said, eating bait fish. Um, so we, we've, it's noticeably better um, than what it was. And I think that's just primarily due to the time of year uh, and the fact that the water's finally you know, heating up and uh, hopefully this spawn will stay and uh, we'll be into summer summertime conditions with a whole new class of fish that'll be, you know, little tiny size of tadpoles, but <laughs> they'll grow, hopefully. Yeah, there you go. And uh, how's your striper bite looking? It's actually been decent. Um, so it, for people that don't know, I mean, striper come up out of the, the lakes in our area. So um, you get them coming up out of the bay, so they'll come up to James, not typically as far as, as Lynchburg, which would be awesome, but because that's, you know, like literally one block down from us. Um, so they, they're not coming up that far, but they come up into the James, and then we've got a lot of larger reservoirs, um, like Bugs Island, the Fountain Lake. Um, they'll run up those as well, and they're either, you know, trying to spawn themselves or they're chasing shad and, and eating shad in the back of the coast um, that are spawning right now. So, it was weird, you know, our, one of the rivers that we fish a lot for striper, which is, uh, the Stanton, um, that one is one of those rivers that usually the past couple of years, it just blows out and it, that river is a ditch. So trying to fish it when it's blown out is very cool. Um, so we, we kind of thought that the fish had left really early, um, this year compared to the past years because they rose flows and then they dropped them. And uh, especially like in our rivers, the striper don't like it when those flows get dropped really quickly because that that river is all um, set up behind a dam, um, kind of like a tailwater-ish um, scenario. And so, you know, when those when the rivers get low, what that does is essentially the the fish don't like that because um, they're more exposed, and uh, so they'll leave or they'll go back to the lake. Um, so we thought that that was happening, and, and it pretty much was and then um so they're, they're still around um most of them are spawned up so definitely tail end of all this stuff um but they're still around and then the similar thing is going to be bait fish imitations you know the two most popular flies are you going to need is a clouser uh, or half and half that's literally the two flies you need for those dudes um change up colors and just keep going till you whack them um and that's a lot of fun i mean there are certain sections, uh, if you learn your way around, you can even wade fish for some of them. Um, not so much on the Stanton uh, as like the James or a couple other little tributary streams that they go up. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what I'm planning on doing tomorrow. So ask me tomorrow. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And also with the longer days and all of the sample sunlight, it's just going to make the panfish bite shallow in the evenings just better. Oh, better. yeah. Right. So yep. popping bugs and all that kind of good stuff. It's a great time of year for, for bluegill. Um, and that's the thing I think people kind of forget about. And, and let, me, let me back up. I don't think people really forget about it. I think 
there are definitely people that I see in the shop all the time that they love their panfish <laughs> and they go out this time of year with some, some poppers and uh, they smoke some fish. Um, and so it is funny because, you know, it's one of those hidden things that most people love. It's like, uh, it's like playing Legos, you know, <laughs> I've got kids. So that's, it's like everybody kind of enjoys playing with Legos. And, you know, when you've got like a, a kid around with a Lego set, you're always like, Oh yeah, let me come and build a cool house with you. And it blue go the same way because it's like, oh, there's a pond in my backyard that has blue go. Okay, let me just go down here for an evening. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've uh, been talking to, you know, Matt Riley too, and meaning crappie or another one, but you generally have to fish for them with like some type of jig or um, mop fly. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been catching those out of the lakes too because um, close to us, we've got three, we call them county lakes, but. Um, in Amherst County that I, I fish those a lot. And then it's not like, well, um, and, and the crappie are a lot of fun. I mean, you put on like a, well, we've been catching them on clousers, but, um, like a woolly bugger, or you can just straight up tie like crappy jigs and cast them. Um, and they're a lot of fun. I mean, you can, you can get into some thick numbers. Yeah. Well, it's like I was telling Matt the last time I uh, recorded with him, if you find one, you're going to find 50 or a hundred. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, we were watching a fish finder the other day, and um, there was one hole where we knew that there are usually a striper um, on one of the lakes, and so, or Smith Mountain Lake. And uh, so we, we just kept going over it, and, you know, the fish finder, we were marking fish down at the bottom, and I was like, those aren't striper, those are crappy. So we just downsized fly, and then we had a, a pretty fun time <laughs> catching all sorts of uh, decent-sized crappy. So it's one of those things, you know, it's just – it's a uh, – Virginia has is blessed with a lot of variety. Um, and if you're not going to go out there and be, you know, one trick pony, like if all you want to do is fish for trout, that's a lot of fun. Um, and I enjoy fishing for trout, obviously. Um, but you know, there's a lot of other fish species that you can catch on the fly rod. And, uh, it's just, it's fun, you know, to learn different things. And I think that doing those makes you better all around angler. So the next time that you're out fishing for trout, um, or maybe in a different environment, you know, you can kind of take tricks that you might've learned from one style of fishing and, and mesh it into a, a new style. And essentially you can become a more effective angler because if all you ever do is go to the same river, fish the same hole, fish the same fly, catch the same fish. Well, one day when that river changes, you're not going to be able to catch fish anymore. <laughs> you know, one high water event that puts a tree where your hole is and all of a sudden you're going to be a, a sad person. So, uh, you got to learn, you know, if you want to stay in the game. And uh, I think that's one of the one of the benefits that we have here in, in Central Virginia. All this stuff is, you know, if you've got an hour drive, you can get and fish a lot of different places. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us, our Facebook or Instagram page. If we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag, and we will enter you into a drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And, Ethan, before I let you hop and go back to playing with your drone, why don't you let folks know where the shop's located in hours and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, so we're located in downtown Lynchburg. We're on Commerce Street. Um, we're open six days a week, so the only day that we're not open is Sunday. Um, and if you can't make it to downtown, then pretty much everything that we have is online as well. Um, if you don't sign a stock or something like that, you can always just shoot us a message on Instagram or uh, email us and or call us, um, and I can try and you know get that sorted with you. Um, and yeah, it's a good time to get out and to go fish. And I would definitely recommend it before 
you know, full on summer comes and hits and goes because <laughs> it's kind of sad thinking, you know, spring is on its way out now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Plus, you have a little bit of a chance to get out before school's out, too. Yes, that's a big one. Absolutely. Well, listen, folks, you should take Ethan's advice and get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines.